0: you've tuned in to the lovely travels podcast where we talk about all things travel and adventure my name is emma Lovell, also known as lovely and i have a mission to visit every un-recognized country in the world while raising awareness for mental health join me as we revisit some of my past adventures speak to fellow travelers and interesting locals all while following the journey to 195 countries i'll be joined soon by my co-pilot darius in germany and sometimes we're even going to hit the road together. Make sure to join in the adventure by following me on Instagram, Lovely Travels. You can also join our Facebook group, Lovely Travels Community, and learn more about us at the website, lovelytravels.com. But for now, it's listening time. Travel vicariously along with us.
1: I see COVID, I see France, I see Emma's underpants.
0: So, that's how we're kicking off the episode today.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. I love it.
0: (laughs) Well, we've started recording. (laughs) Anywho, so uh, today we are talking not about my underpants, but we are talking about France um, and we're talking about uh, COVID in France um, specifically.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hello, everyone, and (laughs) welcome to the Lovely Travels podcast. Um, (laughs) This week we are talking about the... um, Yeah, I think... Well, uh, I'm not talking about it. Emma is talking to Geraldine, who you remember from last week's episode. Um, And um, we we realised during editing and talking about the episodes that there is, of course, a... uh, sort of early COVID chat with Geraldine.
0: Yeah. Well, what happened was, uh, you know, when we were in lockdown and isolation, it was just I am very fortunate to have, as we've heard from the past 50 or so episodes, that I have many wonderful friends around the world. And I was just interested to hear, like, the way that different countries have approached COVID um, and experienced it uh, are completely different. So I was just interested and I kept hearing what was happening and it wasn't even like really actively. People were reaching out to me and saying, hey, how are you going? What's happening in Australia? Mm. And so then I was like, well, what's happening in Germany or France or Singapore or America or England or Vietnam or, you know, India, many countries. And so I ended up um, deciding to have chats with people if they were willing to and at the time, funnily, I was like, it would be really cool to do this in a month. And maybe if things are still going on in, in six months and, you know, ha-ha, if it were happening in a year, <laughs> we could talk then.
1: Uh-huh. Ha-ha-ha-ha.
0: <laughs> um, <it> is, um, <laughs> as we record this, it is April 2021 and I recorded these episodes in April 2020. And we are very much still, as everybody knows, um, in the time of COVID or whatever we're going to call it in the future, and
1: um, age of Aquarius,
0: yeah, the, the age of the age of coronavirus. Um, <laughs> not catchy, living living um, Covita Loca, I think someone called it, it was excellent Yeah. Uh, <laughs> at the time. Uh, you know, it was all lols for a couple of weeks and then it got a bit tired, and so I actually didn't end up doing the one month, six month because the time went fast too. And then, mm. kind of, when it came to it, had been four months by the time I realized it had been one month. Uh, oh, it was meant to be a month, and it ended up being four months. And then I just felt a bit icky about it. I didn't. Uh, it didn't seem novelty or fun anymore, and I wasn't sure where the people were at. That I, I mean, I could have reached out to them, but yeah. I, I actually got really busy as well. Um, my work, being that I work from my computer. Um, and was working from home, I was working a lot too. So just kind of was bummed, uh, head down, bum up. We started the podcast, so we were doing other things and, yeah, the conversations kind of they were there and, and I wanted to do something with them. I wanted to do a um, a summary episode, which we talked about on sure. episode 14 You and I did a, a quick we better address the elephant in the room. Oh, so, um, uh, yeah. It would be fun actually. We should, Darius and I did a conversation in April 2020, and then we did episode 14 would have been around the June or something. So it'll be really fun when we do ours.
1: <laughs> sure, yeah, we released it in July.
0: Mm-hmm. So we've ha- so Darius and I have, have talked in April 2020, July 2020. Um, we did a in episode 50. We kind of did a where are we at, what's happening in the world. Um, so that was recorded in in March 2021. And now well, mm-hmm. here we are in April, and, and our next conversation will be soon-ish. so yeah, anyway, it's just kind of like this is like a here and now. and oh, sorry, a before and after, or a then and now. then and
1: <laughs> then and now. It's a then and now. Yeah, we're going to take a trip back in time to mm. April 2020 and um, hear what the situation was like in France then.
0: Yeah, and I know, look, I know I talked about Australia quite a bit too and oh, I'm not going to lie, I sound pretty obnoxious and arrogant <laughs> as uh, Australians travelling sometimes do. Um, <laughs> but we also have a very interesting perspective because Geraldine and I lived in Mexico together in 20 uh-huh. uh, 2009, we used to say. Right. That's how we used to say it, not 2009, um, 2009. Um, <laughs> we talked about yeah, we, we were there when swine flu happened and we were just discussed and, you know, that was 11 years ago at the time. Um, we mm-hmm. had different memories of, of what that was like and for me in some ways it was similar at the start okay. but yeah. COVID got, was just global quicker and we yeah. felt the impact of swine flu because we were in it um, but the rest of the world wasn't as bothered Um and we have now seen that swine flu definitely wasn't as deadly, or uh, just was just just didn't get to the level. It, obviously, because um, the word we keep using, and we used in the podcast, uh, the taboo yeah. word is unprecedented
1: hmm. in this
0: lifetime. This is unprecedented. I think swine
1: flu also had a much cuter name, so maybe it didn't take off as much.
0: You ha- you think think it had about a- it. You think it had a cuter name?
1: Yeah, yeah. Think about a pig with the sniffles. It's not as dangerous as <laughs> COVID nineteen.
0: I don't know. I think swine's quite a like insulting. Like if you called someone a swine, it would be like, "Oh, how dare you!" It's quite an It's like a, it sound like a Victorian insult. <laughs> you swine. I can deal
1: with it. No, I, I'm fine with the swine. <laughs>
0: whereas me because it's very triggering because i was in it so anyway we discussed that so we've got two we've got two or three perspectives we're talking about what's happening in france what's talk, what's happening in what happened when we lived in mexico together and went through the whole mask and and lockdowny type thing and Mm -hmm. um what's what was happening at the time and uh yeah, it's pretty interesting hearing it back and us talking about, oh, we're in lockdown for 2 weeks or a month, <laughs> you know. Whereas as we heard on episode 52, I'm not going to give it away, but please please listen to the France episode, you know. France is about to enter their their third lockdown sort of thing. Yeah. And it's it's um, funny. It, yeah, it is interesting. It wasn't 52. It was 53. Oh,
1: 53.
0: Okay, so episode 53 where we talked about, um, yeah, what, what was what was happening and uh, just I wanted a quick summary and that's kind of where this, um, we decided to, to pick this up again.
1: Sounds good. Yeah. Um, I'm, 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 yeah, it's going to be interesting to, to hear how the opinions have changed, um, if they have changed.
0: Well, it just isn't like I think... From the Australian standpoint, I'll give you a very quick summary because you'll hear on the episode what's happening. She asked me what was going on. So I'll give you a quick summary of what's happening now. The date is 8th, the 8th of April 2021. Sorry to ruin the mm-hmm. magic um, but uh, mm-hmm. that's when we're recording. And um, what's happening now is Australia is basically pretty open – To travel within the country, there are people going interstate quite freely. We did just have a lockdown in Brisbane. I'm not in Brisbane. I live in the Gold Coast. It didn't reach here. However, we are still, at this time, we're required to wear masks. Up until the 15th of April, if you are outside, uh, uh, well, basically, unless you're doing exercise outside, you should be wearing a mask. Right, right. That's. I don't know how seriously everyone's taking that or enforcing it. Um, I, I'm certainly abiding. I don't know how,
1: how how relevant it is to wear a mask if you're outside. Um, no, but, as long as you're not uh, no. super close to people.
0: No, but even in cafes and stuff, people like wherever you are, if you're not as long as you're not doing exercise, you you should be wearing a mask. That is not mm. being abided completely. Um, it's, it's right optional, Um, even though it should be being enforced, it's not. But Hmm. otherwise things are pretty free. Like I'm driving, I drove to New South Wales the other week, the next state from Queensland, it wasn't really a problem. Um, People are having weddings and they're having 100 people or whatever and it's been fine. They had recently an event in Sydney with 30,000 people and it was fine. And as of this week, they have announced that in I think the end of this month, the 23rd of April, the plan is to begin the Trans Tasman bubble, Trans Tasman bubble, which will be Australia Uh and New Zealand are allowed to travel to one another. So that's overseas um, without any um, hotel quarantine. Which to other countries (laughs) um, is like cool, whatever. But Australia has been very strict with. quarantine and if you have even in when the lockdowns happen and you've been interstate you're meant to do hotel quarantine for two weeks at your own expense so to be able to go to New Zealand and come back and not have to quarantine is a pretty big deal Mm. Uh, so that's the plan that's what's happening life feels pretty in inverted commas normal at the moment uh, for us. I'm jealous.
1: Well. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Yeah.
0: It's, we're about, we're able to go about our lives pretty, and so it, it is strange when like the mask thing happens for us and when we're very not used to it because Queensland really had its this is probably the longest time and that masks have been a thing here. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we've had it, it's really been different in Australia. We've had on one Hand very free living and normal, if you will, but we've also yeah. had really stressful situations over what the, the rest of the world would would feel is very little. You know, there'll be like seven cases or one case, and they'll call a lockdown. Um, whereas in you know, other countries, they're like, okay, we've got thirty thousand, we really better do something. <laughs> you know, it's. I think
1: Germany had twenty thousand new cases yesterday.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we, we locked But
1: in. we're not locking anything there. No, well, we're not. We're just nothing's open. I wouldn't call it a lockdown. It's a closed up.
0: <laughs> so yeah. So it's But anyway, this don't yeah, this don't get France. me
1: started on what I no. yeah. This is France, not not Darius's opinion.
0: If you want to hear a rant on the, what's happening in Germany, please tune in to episode <laughs> fifty. Because you will fifty. Match. Yeah, I
1: got I I, I I vented a little bit there.
0: Yeah. So anyway, that's kind of what's happening here. It is interesting. Um, I I would say at this point in time I feel like Australia has handled it well. I feel grateful for the freedoms that we've had, but we also had our time of very strict and very stressful and we still have our times of they could just close or lock things or decide uh, it's going to get serious again. So, um, But I'm grateful that we've had minimal cases and minimal um, death um, I feel good about that so Min-
1: minimal, minimal death is always good in
0: yeah yeah um, it's yeah it's very surreal um, it's it's still surreal it's surreal to to see that we're in this time and to feel that we uh, mm. feel normal about it in a way mm. and I hate yeah. the term but we all use it the new normal Um, it's yeah, pretty hard.
1: No, don't get me started. Don't get me started.
0: (laughs) So anyway, let's jump in and hear what Geraldine and I had to say in April, 2020. Um, It will be pretty fun, funny uh, to look back on this time in a year or two. And I'm quite enjoying that our podcast is turning into a bit of a time capsule. And, um, you know, even listening to other episodes, I, I kind of had a giggle on, I was listening to an episode the other day of a podcast and they said, you know, we've done this recording during COVID and thank you for staying with us and, um, you know, we've managed to make it work and, um, you know, if we come, we're going to have a break because this has been exhausting, we might be back for season three and hopefully we'll be out of this. And and I just I was like, ha, 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 you won't be. <laughs> like... <laughs> We'll see in back. season three. No, they were back, but they were <laughs> they were back in the same situation of recording from home. Because they were yeah. in the UK and it was very much the same situation. So it's pretty right. interesting listening to podcasts and hearing them record through this time because they're they're just sort of subsequently making commentary on what's happening in the world. It will be mm-hmm. really interesting to listen back as it is with anything that's like big at the time and hear back your thoughts on it. So I'm um, I'm grateful for this podcast for that interesting time capsule element.
1: This is our gift of a time capsule to the world. You're welcome, world. <laughs> now let's get into it. Um, Geraldine, France, 2020. Let's go.
0: Bonjour. Hello. <laughs> How are you?
2: Great in yourself. And good. It's been a long time. Yeah, definitely. Let me just show me my video, right. Oops, putting on the good type. Yeah, long time to see. No, <laughs> Why are you always traveling? Never coming to Paris.
0: <laughs> yeah, I haven't been to Paris since two thousand and seven. So it's due. Which was before we met. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I haven't I haven't even been to France. Again, since then, so I would love to come back. I mean, maybe another time when um, there's not a virus, yeah.
2: <laughs> there's not a lockdown. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, <laughs> you should come. I mean, uh, and you've met so many people from France that I'm sure that we could have some like get around with everybody and meeting everybody you, you had uh, in Mexico or any other of your travels. That would be great. Do you stay in touch with any of the people from Mexico? I I've not much well I do have them like you on Facebook so I'm like following their lives I uh but yeah not not much well I haven't met a lot of French friends well I wasn't really close with a lot of French people because I didn't want to stay with with the French people uh so most of the people I met were either Mexican or other uh, other um nationalities so I haven't really had the chance to see them uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm following their lives, they're following mine through uh, social networks, which is not that bad. But uh, yeah, I can't. How about you? you have kids and you're married. and Yeah, well, you're married too. It happens.
0: Yeah. <laughs> only only one month. Though,
2: so. yeah. <laughs> so, but That's cool.
0: And in Mexico, I got married in Mexico.
2: <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That was so great. And, but it was a very small wedding, like just you and a few friends, right? Yeah, four people. So
0: we eloped, really. Like, um, I call it elope, but yeah, we told the parents, we told people that we were gonna do it, but not where or when
2: or like how it was gonna be. So that was a surprise. So yeah. And your parents were they not a bit disappointed not to be here?
0: Yeah. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> uh but you were know you gonna get- it doesn't matter what you do, right? it wouldn't matter how you have the wedding no. everybody has their no.
2: and i read that you were going to have a party i think this august or this summer or so, something like that so i'm sure that people will still be here and be able to celebrate with you and all of that so that's important
0: yeah we'll have we have like 130 people maybe but i mean at this point we said like we want to keep the date and it's very easy for us it's it's nearby and everything so but you know we don't know the situation and I guess that's what we need to talk about today is like we don't know uh and I think originally we had thought maybe it was like um I don't know a month (laughs) now it's like I just spoke to a doctor in he lives in Western Australia and he's like yeah, six months, three to six months, and for international travel, I think
2: 12 months. You mean that we wouldn't be able to go abroad for 12 months? That's what wow. he Yeah.
0: So he says three to six months for us, like, of this um, lockdown, because people don't take it seriously. I don't know how it is in France, but people right now still think they can do little things
2: just that they, they're the exception to the rule yeah well we, we've been in lockdown since last week and at first people were like yeah you can still go around for a run or take your kids out or your dogs out but then people would take their kids out for like half a day meeting other people so then they're restricted and now it's you're allowed only one hour a day out um within one kilometer of your house uh but even with that people tend to group together to say well yeah I'm I'm going outside from let's say 10 to 11 can you come at the same time and all of that so we do have a bit of the same problem here people are not really taking that very seriously because I suppose that's going to be the same in Australia but there's a lot of discussion going on whether that's a good um that's a good way to do it or whether we should maybe not lock down and just let the virus go around and and play like how to say it, its own immunity uh so but at what cost what's going to be the cost in terms of um uh deceased people so that's really the discussion and when the people think that it's not fair to do that because it's not going to work then they go outside and as long as you have people outside it's for sure not going to work so yeah yeah but uh, it, it's been only one day in, in Australia, right?
0: It hasn't started. It's um, ah. midnight tonight, the borders are closed. So I was in New South Wales. I drove over to Queensland. I live in Queensland. So I drove over the border and the police cars were there. They, from okay. tonight, they will have uh, police cars blocking the road. Uh, okay. There are 18 different points that you can enter. Only three will be open and okay. are f- fully closed. And when you come to those borders, you have to say a very good reason. You have to be going for medical. You have to be having an absolute essential job, and they they're still working out the permits for that. And the plan was to put something on the car um, to say, you know, yes, I work, or I'm allowed to travel. Uh, so it would be if you are a patient and you have to go, basically, or there, yeah, or you have a job that you have to travel for. Otherwise, I mean. That's it. You wouldn't that, yeah. we'll get through. They'll turn you around, and if they if you can't really give the good reason, they'll just say, "Not today." Yeah. yeah, that's
2: that's what that's what I wrote in France. We have to go out with a paper where you have six. Now it's changed, but it's six different reasons. You have to pick one, and you have to state what time you're living. For example, if you say I have to go shopping for food or for medical whatever, then you say it's I'm leaving home at like ten or nine. And you have to be back within one hour, except, of course, if you're spending the day in the hospital or whatever, but you're not allowed to be out for more than an hour. So they're trying to tighten that. Um, But we are not at the stage yet where they will put a curfew. They they talked about putting a curfew at uh, 6 p.m., which they haven't done so far. But if people continue to not follow the rules, I'm sure they will enforce it at one point.
0: Yeah, and they here, I I heard today um, in New South Wales, so that's the state below me, if you um, are caught out and you're seen in a social group like that, they can give you $1,000 fine. Um, The police can give you a $1,000 fine.
2: Okay, so it used to be, for us it's €135. If you do the same thing within 15 days it's 1500 and if you're once again doing being a cost doing that then it's 3000 euros plus four months in jail which i'm sure they will not enforce it but but uh, they try to do that so that it would prevent the people to say well i'm not willing to pay that mu- that amount of money uh because in all honesty it seems that the the problems are more in the very popular uh, um, regions or popular cities where people, they don't really care. And so that's where the money for them is really much more important. So that's why they're seeing that by enforcing high fines, then the people will tend to stay home. Yeah. But, but it's it's mostly because in the very popular areas, The apartments are smaller, uh, they don't have gardens, they don't have balconies or whatever. So that's why it's really a bit, I suppose, harder for them to be in lockdown while we do have a garden so we can have the kids running around and and it's really is is the the lockdown, (laughs) to be honest.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's, I mean, everybody's got the different scenario. We are fortunate in Australia to have more space. I mean, yes, if there is like Montmartre or something like that, the apartments are like, they really yeah. are. They're like a corridor. So that, I mean, that is hard. But the thing, the problem here is people are like, oh, yeah, I'm in isolation. I'm in isolation with 10 of my mates. And you're like, you yeah, well, yeah, no. don't know the definition of the word isolation. Like, and I know for some people they live on their own. I mean, my friend, she's a nurse. She got sick. They didn't know if it was corona or not. So she had to go home. She's recently moved into an apartment by herself. So she was on isolation. Fortunately, she lives in the same city as her parents and they were dropping her the food. You know, so okay. that is feeling very isolated. I'm fortunate I live with Matt, you know. I've decided for the next two weeks I'm on isolation. The only thing I'll be doing is going to my pool. We, ha- we have an apartment complex, kind of like the same shape as Mexico. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll go to the pool as long as there's no one there. And yeah, you, then, you have to make sure that you, you'll be the only one, Yeah. I think so. I, you know, often I'm the only one there. <laughs> then, um, I'll go to the water. We have the water nearby, so I'll go for walks. But if it's like that scene where it seems like everybody's going out at six o'clock and you, there are too many people around, then I'll start saying, you know, I have workouts, DVDs, I have workout apps. Yeah. As long as I can, I can. You know, I think there's just there. You, you have to go to the shops. You might have to go get medical stuff. But other things, I don't know what
2: people... They're not important. Yeah. Well, they just want to have, like, enjoy fresh hair and uh, and meet. I think that most people think it's really hard not to meet with, a, with friends or a family and all of that. So... Uh, we, we, we have, like, every day at 8 p.m., we have, like, Zoom meetings with either family or friends, so it's not the same as really seeing them and having a drinks with them, but at least it's, it's a bit of a socialization. I don't know if that's an English word, but yeah. so you be able to meet with the people and discuss what you're uh, going through. But like you said, it's easier for us because we're not alone. Uh, one of my sisters, she lives by herself, um, and... and it's hard for her, but like, well, she tries to do things. She, um, she, I don't know, like she watches TV shows. She works. She sleeps. She reads. She like, yeah, she she tries. She, she uh, show, 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 those, shows you, you so so, yeah. Those. Uh, it's not a word. I'm using a lot at words, but <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to you have to find things to do. Because I understand. Well, if the people are in isolation. 10 people together, let's say, well, they have to make sure that they stay, all of them within the place. If they decided to do to be the ten of themselves, then they have to stay. And I think it's not going to be easy to stay for six weeks or whatever it's going to be the time together. For us, it has it was announced so last Monday to last for two weeks. So until uh, next Tuesday. Uh, we haven't heard yet anything else about changing the plans. Well, everybody knows that it's not going to be two weeks because we see what what's going on in Italy, and we are exactly eleven days behind Italy in terms of uh, in terms of number of people infected, number of people deceased. When we decided to put the lockdown in place, it's really eleven days afterwards. So we know uh, that it's going to be at least a month extra. <laughs> Uh, But we haven't had any official news so far. So it's a bit of a, you know, you you don't really know what's going on. We had holidays planned. We had, um, my sister-in-law is getting married uh, in a a month's time. We were supposed to have the baptism of uh, our younger uh, boy who's only six months. So we thought about having that two weeks time. We canceled it. We had all the families and so, but, but you don't know. You don't know because you're like, well, if, is it going to stop or not? And it's really a very big unknown because we hear very terrible things. But we also seeing that maybe the UK has had the good, um, the good way of doing that, which I don't personally think that's a good way to do that. But like having the people roam in the streets and being sick all together. <laughs> Why not? But so uh, yeah, in France, it's really, it's really complex. We basically have two two type of people, which is going to be the same in all the countries. It's, people are very trust, trustworthy of the, the the lockdown is useful and let's do that. And the other people are say, well, it's not useful. So no, let's not do that. And as long as we don't have either everybody in lockdown or either everybody out, it's not going to work anyway.
0: Yeah, so, so, I'm, so, yeah.
2: I'm
0: personally fan of the lockdown, I mean, the thing is we lived through this. You know, we, we were in, in Mexico in yes. And they literally overnight, you know, we were we were in the party. I was in the big um, in a nightclub having a party and then we wake up in the morning and they said no university, no malls, no parties, no bars. Like, you know, this you have to stay home, you have to wear a mask. I mean, we then stupidly, uh, there was a party in the block with, with masks,
2: which was, but I mean, I think I left three days later or two days later after that. I was like, I'm not staying, this is weird. That, that's what I was, uh, that's what I meant. It's, I don't remember that being enforced like that because I saw pictures on Facebook where I went visiting, I don't remember which part of the country, with a Spanish group like Pedro, uh, Laura and all of them. Um, and we were wearing masks in the airport. So I know that it wasn't really lockdown because we were able to travel. And I I don't know why, I don't remember it being so harsh. I know my parents were really freaking out and they were telling me, come back, come back. And I was supposed to be um, traveling with a friend of mine for uh, uh, eight weeks in Central America afterwards. And I was waiting for him to arrive. And then he, tell, he told me, well... Air France canceled my flight, so I'm I'm bound to stay home. And I was like, yeah, well, I don't feel like traveling by myself for eight weeks. So after a while, I decided to go home. But I really wasn't feeling the stress that we are feeling now, let's say. But maybe it was smaller because it was only Mexico, or I I don't know. I don't remember to be honest. It it
0: was Mexico City, and and then there were soon cases in Monterrey. That's uh, well, sorry, in our state, in our state. Okay, why? And then the thing that they were saying was they were going to close the borders of the states, close okay. the border to the states and close the borders of the states. And that to okay. me was like, that's why I got really upset on the weekend. Like on Saturday they made the announcement Australia has closed its borders. And then they said on Sunday the states are closing their borders. And that for me was like just took me straight back to Mexico. And it was okay. like, and for me the thing was with Mexico it was like, well, it felt strange. It felt really weird. And I was like, this isn't... If we can't go to school, if we can't have parties or we're not really supposed to be... Like, because they straight away were like, don't touch each other, don't hug each other. I was like, that's what we do. That's what we were always doing. Like, we were... What's the point of... Why am I here if, you know... And people did end up leaving and going to Guatemala or other parts of Mexico and travelling and stuff because we couldn't go to school. But I said, this doesn't feel like my home anymore and i had the option one of my friends was going to drive to the united states i said I'm, I'm out and i considered going home but then my brother and my cousin were in the states and so i ended up traveling in america for a month i mean they shut down schools in new york for that they um they had a death in a couple of deaths in texas for that but it didn't spread the same way and even months later there were people with swine flu but it wasn't it it definitely wasn't as serious. It was like the common flu, but a little less. So this okay. is worse. I do wonder if social media has impacted this. I also do wonder if um, there are more flights now.
2: There are a lot more travelling now than there was. So I think it's a, it's a mix of both because I don't know about you in Australia, but friends, if you put on the TV. This is the only subject that people will talk about. Like nothing else, just coronavirus, coronavirus, coronavirus. It's like really very anxiety. The, the anxiety rises because we hear about that all day long. Travels, of course, also also helps. But I'm really sure that if the if the people because was it the SARS? It was in 2013 or something like that. S R A S in. Yeah, um, it wasn't. It wasn't that known. I mean, we, we we weren't just talking about that, and I think that the number of deceased was pretty much the same. Or I haven't read the numbers now, so I don't know what the numbers are because we don't put the TV on because we don't want to hear about that. To be honest, no. but but we haven't heard about that that much, and it feels like the people were not suffering from it that much. So I think it's a bit improved, not improved, sorry, but um, increased by by the media like you said by the way that's that's only the that's the only thing the people are talking about
0: yeah and yes it's a combination of things certainly there is a more seriousness to the illness I think but probably yeah I mean our families knew that what was happening a swine flu and um you know my my family works in that in freight and airline industry so they knew but I mean, they didn't end up shutting the border to America. They did have cases in America, and like I said, they took it seriously, but I flew to Chicago. I flew to Miami. I flew, I went to Indianapolis. I went to the Indy 500, which is, like, the biggest spectator sport in the world, and that was after leaving swine flu, you know? Yeah. So, and I'd crossed the border and nobody, like, I was so scared they wouldn't let me in, and they they did. And you weren't tested. Nope. And there was, and then there was a death in, like the place yeah. where I was, you know. And so I half joked but I was like maybe I was the carrier. Like uh was, yeah. but you know it's like um they didn't I think that the measures they took in Mexico were good. They did do a lot of shutdown in Mexico City where it happened first and then uh they shut it down, but there were cases around the world for a long time. People probably still get swine flu now. It isn't it isn't as as severe but yeah the spread as this and the it's it's like you know i they overuse this word i don't know how you said in france but they say keep saying unprecedented as yeah. never happened like this before never,
2: yeah, it, it's the first time yeah
0: so yeah. and that's why people are so confused i thought it was a little bit hysteria because of uh, I was in Mexico and we hear about people buying all the toilet paper I was like how ridiculous how embarrassing and you know (laughs) being there again I was like I you know like shut it down you know sure of course don't travel to those places and blah 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 but then I mean within days uh, that was on the 7th of March I got home even in those next few days it just felt like more and more and more in the it just felt weirder and weirder and like it, this isn't a joke. This isn't this is serious. I knew my trips would be cancelled. I knew before they I had a trip to Nepal next month, I knew it was gonna be canceled. I had a trip to Melbourne, I was meant to be going to a wedding on Friday. I chose to pull out of that. I said I don't feel comfortable getting on a plane. So I do support I do support the lockdown and I don't understand why people that for people to stay yeah. in the house. For a short time. For a short-
2: it, it would have been for a short time, but it won't be now. the The longer the people are not respecting that, the longer it's going to be, and this is really what the people are not understanding. but anyway, well the the thing is that, to be honest, it's not easy. You have a job that you could probably do working from home. We do my husband and I, and I also have jobs that we could do from home, but juggling with that and three young kiddos, Plus, the the oldest one, she's four, and we have to do some cool stuff with her. It's really, really a time of juggling things, and it's not easy, I have to say. So I have the chance, let's say, that since yesterday, I was informed that I was going to be on a partial unemployment, meaning that I'm not supposed to work, but I'm not being paid full wage <laughs> yeah. so it's really a loss of, uh, loss of money uh so my job is still secured so it's not an employment it's just that i'm being paid less to not work let's just say it like that so it, it's it's in a way a good good opportunity for me to take care of the kids uh, so that my husband could could work but on the other hand, it's also it also means that I'm not earning that much money, <laughs> and we have a nanny, nonly that of course she's not here that we were supposed to pay full wage as well, which we're not going to be able to do. So it's it's like you know like domino, um, because I'm not being paid full wage, I'm not going to be able to pay the nanny full wage. So it's really it's really like domino effects. So I understand that the people feel like it's it's hard, it's hard. And I I have to admit that I'm really, we are not complaining because I think we have a very good situation. The kids are okay. We have a big, big house, big garden, a possibility to work from home. So we're not working in the medical uh, department. So we're not uh, forced to work uh, in the hospital next to the the patients. But but it is true that it it might be a bit hard. And this is why I said that since we're both volunteering for the Red Cross, my husband and I, we decided to go Yeah, we decided to go once a week to help. So we we have a team of medical care, like, um, uh, uh, yeah, medical care. And once a week we go there so that it also, of course, helps, but it also helps us not to be um, closed. (laughs) I don't want to to, to get mad at my husband just because we live 24-7, which we're not used to do because we work normally. So it's really a matter of first to, to get a bit of fresh hair and be useful as well. We've been volunteering for the Red Cross for 11 years, so we know what it is. We usually do that only once a month, but now it's once a week because, well, jobs are allowing that because we're not really working at the time. But, but it's really important for our friends, but also important for us because I think that everybody needs to be out, needs to be aware of their kids, aware of their uh, partner, not because they don't love them, but it's just like, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so- 100%. so, yeah, so they usually joke about the fact that there's going to be a very big baby boom in nine months, but there's also, like we've seen in China, a very big risk of having a divorce increase <laughs> once the lockdown is out, so it's really yeah, it's really important for the people to have a bit time for themselves and uh, and this is why I suppose that the people are not really strict about that because they don't feel like it's okay for them to stay. Locked in with their spouse, or with the kids, or whatever, or by themselves if they're alone. So it's yeah, it's a it's a bit hard to 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 balance what's really feasible, or what we can endure, or what we cannot do. It's really it's really it's really hard.
0: Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And I mean, I would I I am in a fortunate position that I work from home a lot. But yeah, like you said, my now my husband's going to be here too um so we have to navigate that but my I think my feeling is like the quicker we do it like we've seen yeah, a places the quicker we do it and we have this period of difficulty and and this period of of tough time then then we can move on but the longer that we do it in pieces it's it could be months you know yeah. you have put it could be weeks and it could be months I think New Zealand's going to be the leader New Zealand has done lockdown from today, um, and I talked to a friend. Uh, Like I haven't figured out. I'm still figuring out what I'm going to do with these. Um, I really want to make a podcast, but it might be that I'd use um, Vimeo for now. I think because the videos are longer than I thought they would be, and I think a link is better. Um, If you're comfortable with with me sharing it, uh, I think it's okay. Yeah, I think it's really good. I talked to someone in Melbourne yesterday. I talked to someone in Sydney. I just would love to hear how other people are dealing with it and not the news, not the media, like like real conversation. Yeah, like real life. <laughs> and obviously your situation is different to my situation, but even somebody three streets away is different to me. Like the same with you, people in the other side of Paris, like you said, have smaller apartments, so they might be struggling more than you. Some people like like my husband will have to go to work. He has to go to work because... Um he takes care of the animals.
2: Oh yeah, but the the aquarium is closed by itself. Yeah, so the they, they are- closed, but you know, the sharks, this the, the stingrays yeah, yeah,
0: need food. They have to be fed. <laughs> so he is going to work, and um I think that's I guess I know I understand the government's having trouble with that, saying what's essential and what's not. I mean I think it's at the this point it's life and death. Who who who's a, who deals with life and death? That's medical. And animals, basic basic care, and they've been cut massively. He's not going every day. Normal, like he's having four shifts instead of ten. You know, in a fortnight. So they cut the team really a lot. And then food industry, yeah, supermarket. You know, but in other places like New York, they've already and in China, you know, the way they're Mm -hmm. running the supermarkets has changed. And I was working in the supermarket and. People are starting to get really anxious and stressed because they're worried for themselves. They're worried as well. Mm -hmm. I might get sick now. I might. Because you were in cold. Yeah. Yeah. So they're starting to feel like that. And so the stress is rising since Sunday. Before they were stressed because, like, everybody was buying too much stuff, we had, like, a week where it feels like they were able to catch up. People started to slow down. But now it's slowing down so much. And I think their anxiety is, is rising because they're realizing like, yeah, I don't want to be, be sick. sick. I don't want to make my family sick. Oh, then mm-hmm. we can't come to work. Then who works in the supermarket? You know, like like you said, domino effect. Mm-hmm. So they have, they're trying and they're trying every day. They're talking every day, trying to figure out solutions. And maybe that we do bring in that delivery system or pickup system quicker than, than going to lockdown and then bringing it in. I don't know.
2: I don't know. I don't know how it's going to be played out, but I'm sure that there's going to be some changes in the coming days or weeks that things are going to evolve in one way or another. But definitely uh, that there's still a lot of people that are on the line, not just the medical staff, but we have a thing going on in France, which is like 8 p.m. every night. Everybody's out on their balcony in their garden and clapping. Um, I don't know whether that we are the only country doing that, but it's 8 p.m. for just like two minutes. Everybody's clapping and cheering. For suppose at the start it was just for the medical staff, nor it's now it's for everybody working in an industry industry that is putting the, not their lives at risk, but being exposed to the virus, exposed to other people. And it's really something that everybody's doing that in the home, even us that we're living in lots of houses, so it's not an apartment complex, it's different. We can hear the neighbors doing that as well. So it's really it's really nice to do that. It's not helping, but it's just showing a bit of um we are in this together. So that's good. That's good as well.
0: Yeah, I think so, we're Italy literally doing that. And I I you know, I watched it for like 20 seconds and then I was crying. Like, <laughs> We're probably a bit too far away to do it. I mean, we could do it in my apartment, but in Australia, it would be like five kilometres away. It'd be like <laughs> 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 So maybe we'll have lunch or so. I don't know. So will we have a big yeah. um, war memorial? Like you have Bastille Day. We have um, maybe that's a different day. I don't know. Well, what, like, what's your? We have
2: Remembrance Day. Um. Well, it's it's what well, we do have two days, which is first of May and eleventh of November uh, for for the first World War and Second World War. Um, so first of May is coming in uh, well soon, <laughs> so we might still be in lockdown for that uh, for that scene. But uh, other than that, uh, yeah, we, we we don't really know. Yeah, well, this is just like what we do on a daily basis. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be lots of things afterwards, but the government is really criticised in France for the way they're handling things. I don't know it's, if it's because uh, they've taken that thing too far or on the other side too late or what. what's really... I, that's my view, but I don't want to be following the news. So, so because, I mean... What am I going to see more than just stay, in lock, stay home and that's it, which we're doing as much as we can. So what's news? What's imp- There's no point in going to see what's going on because, well, you're not going to be able to do anything. <laughs> so, So I'm not following the news, but I know there's a lot of criticism going on and it's really hard to know that people are not really supportive of each other in that moment but but that's just well the way french people are they like to complain they like to strive they <laughs> like to, <laughs> anything so yeah that's no, yeah.
0: we're the same but you know we have coming up the anzac day which is our um 25th of april But yeah. so like you're saying with the clapping thing i think they're trying to figure out something because they called that off pretty quickly because it's a huge mass gathering with very old veterans coming It's held all over, like, every, like, sort of major hub town. So we're near a big hub town. They have one. So they can't have any of them. So I think they're talking about something like you stand at the end of your driveway or you stand on your balcony and um, we'll have, like, the minute silence or you'll, I don't know. I've got to look it up. But I think that's nice. I think that's nice if we can honour them in some way and, you know, realistically even if we're not on lockdown, I think we'll still be on physical distancing. We're calling it, yeah. I don't know about you, we, we're calling it. Social physical.
2: distance.
0: Yeah, we said social distancing and, and that's still the technical term, but I think it's so, uh, it's, you know, physical distancing but socially connected, like we are connected. Okay. So that's what we're okay. trying to say now. We're like, and it's called self-isolation. So we're like, don't think of being isolated Yes, we have to be distant. Like I mean, you and I are in France and Australia. We're always distant, <laughs> but we have <laughs> it.
2: so it still.
0: Yeah, let's think of it like that, and that helps at least your mind a little bit. Yeah, Anderson.
2: Okay, so, cool. Um, uh-huh. It is so good to see you. And yeah, but do you know if you need anything else from me? Uh, like you can still we can still have another call, or or if you want me that I write a few lines. Well, w- once you find best way to do what you want to do, just let me know. I'll be glad to to um, to help because I know it's useful as well to have not news but other people trying to see what's going on. So I'll try to make sure that uh, that I help. And uh, yes, and you can use the video if you want. Uh, uh, no problem.
0: I think I'll put it on YouTube for now like while I'm figuring it out. My podcast is a longer-term project, but who knows? I have two weeks at least to decide, yeah. so maybe next Lots week <laughs> my podcast will be live. But, um, yeah, no, I am very grateful. I think I want to try and do, like, this week as many interviews as possible and, like, I'll mark the date. So, like, in one month's time, I think it would be great. Yeah. And then I think we'll see how it goes, but then at least six months then- okay cool yeah, in the that context. would be quite the evolution yeah like a time capsule and you know so to see what we said today yeah it would be very i think this is like a really cool experiment and if i could get like even 10 countries or 10 cities like i think it'd be really interesting so
2: i'm sure i'm sure you'll get there very easily with all your big network it will be it will be easy
0: and that's why the idea came you know because like i had people from like pedro from spain my friend from germany like my friend from India all in one day being like, Emma, what's happening there? Because this is what's happening here. And they wanted to know and they wanted to tell me. And I was like, well, maybe other people don't have access to people in France, Germany, yeah. Spain, India. I'm in a very fortunate position to have direct contact. So I'm gonna I'm gonna use that.
2: Yeah, definitely. Well, let me know if I can be on of any help. Good luck. Good luck for that for that, but also good luck for the self isolation
0: and uh, and enjoy the,
2: the, the time to, to rest as well. Uh, thank you. Merci. Gracias. Cuidate. Cuidate we'll Bye, Emma. Bye.
1: Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Um, already looking forward to the next one. Uh, we also have a rather extensive back catalogue for you to check out. Um, but in the meantime you can uh, follow us on Instagram that's at lovely travels on Instagram
0: or you can come and check us out on Facebook lovely travels that's L-O-V-E or we would love for you to join our Facebook community uh, with more than 500 members talking all things travel and adventure that's the lovely travels community
1: you can also visit our website which is lovelytravels.com
0: or shoot us an email we love hearing from our listeners so please send us an email feedback, comments, questions whatever info at lovelytravels.com
1: and you can listen, review, subscribe like, share and promote our podcast in any shape, way or form uh, we are on Spotify iTunes, the internet Uh, Google Podcasts, everywhere where you get podcasts, you will find us.
0: All good podcasting locations. So tune in next time, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you then.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye.
2: Bye.